There are two primary methods to wholesale a house. The most common is the single closing assignment method. The second method is a double closing. On this video, I'm gonna break down the pros and cons of double closing, and I'm gonna show you exactly what a double closing looks like using a real live case study, and I'm gonna show you how to get 100% funding for your double closing wholesale deals. All that and more, coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Data Cruncher software, which finds cheap houses in your area. Get it now at mydatacruncher.com. If you're new here, I'm Jerry Norton. I make millions of dollars a year wholesaling and flipping houses. And here on my YouTube channel, I show you how to do the same. So if you want to be a flipping genius like me and live your dream life, subscribe to my channel and watch my videos. And yes, that is a sleeping four-year-old on my couch. Listen, as a quick overview, wholesaling houses is a real estate investing strategy where you find a distressed property where the seller is motivated to sell it at a discount for a fast and convenient closing. Once you secure a written contract with that seller, you then take the deal to an active cash buyer investor that is willing to buy that deal at a higher price than you secured it with the seller. For example, a seller agrees in writing to sell you his house for $100,000, and then you find a cash buyer willing to pay, let's say, $110,000 for that same house. There are two ways to wholesale the deal. You can do what's called an assignment of contract, where the cash buyer agrees to take over your contract steps in and buys the property directly from the seller for $100,000 and then pays you $10,000. Doing the assignment method is great for three primary reasons. One, there is only one closing and you, the wholesaler, never actually own the property. Two, since you, the wholesaler, are not the buyer, you don't pay any closing fees. And three, since you, the wholesaler, are not the buyer, you don't have to come to closing with any funds to buy the house. In this case, $100,000 you simply walk away with a $10,000 check. Now, there are three possible downsides to doing the assignment method. The first is that the wholesale fee is disclosed to the cash buyer. Since he's paying you the assignment fee from his proceeds at closing, it's a line item on his closing statement, so he knows exactly how much the wholesaler is making on the deal. Now, this normally isn't an issue if the assignment fee is reasonable, such as the example I gave of $10,000 but some cash buyers are not okay with wholesalers making large assignment fees of 25,000, 50,000, or 100,000. Now, technically, it really shouldn't matter how much the wholesaler makes. If 110,000 is a good deal for the cash buyer, it shouldn't matter if the wholesaler contracted the deal for 100,000, 90,000, or 50,000. The cash buyer agreed on the price of 110,000 because that price was a good deal to him. But the reality is some cash buyers get hung up on how much the wholesaler is making. They count the money in the wholesaler's pocket and not the money in their own pocket. The second possible downside to the assignment method is some contracts don't allow the assignment and have written language in the contract that prevents you from assigning the contract. This is called a no assignment clause. All bank properties have no assignment clauses and other unique situations do as well. For example, I recently did a probate deal and the attorney representing the heirs who drafted the contract for whatever reason was insistent on having a no assignment clause in the contract. And the third possible downside to the assignment method is some states such as Illinois, Oklahoma, and soon to be Nebraska have regulation regarding how you do the assignment method. The issue here is more states are considering regulation. The trend seems to be that the real estate commissions are considering the assignment to be brokering and as such 
are mandating a real estate license to do the assignment method. Now, this has been a topic I've covered extensively here on my channel. If you'd like to learn more about why this is happening, I'll put a link in the description below and you can watch a video where I explain it in detail. The bigger issue for me is not so much regulation from the state, but rather avoiding the anti-wholesaler advocates and the negative perception in the marketplace that comes with doing the assignment technique. As misleading as it is, the media, title companies, the National Association of Realtors, and other advocates in the real estate community portray wholesalers who do the assignment as predatory, fraudulent, and harmful to sellers. Okay, so what is the alternative to the assignment method? Well, a really simple solution is to buy the house, then immediately resell it to your cash buyer. This is referred to as a double closing wholesale transaction because there are two closings back to back on the same deal. The first closing is between you, the wholesaler, and the seller for the original agreed upon price. On the first closing, you, the wholesaler, are actually the buyer. You will need to fund the purchase and pay closing fees. Then, immediately following the first closing, you, the wholesaler, close on the resale with your cash buyer. On closing two, you, the wholesaler, are now the seller and pay closing fees all over again. So let's discuss the pros and cons. The downside to the double closing method should be blatantly obvious. Unlike the assignment, since you are buying and taking title to the property, even if only for five minutes, and then reselling the property, you have to pay closing fees twice, which cuts into your net profit on your wholesale income. But the bigger downside is that you have to have the funds for closing one to purchase the property, even though you're selling it five minutes later. Now, I will say, there is an advanced strategy where you do both closings in escrow and use the funds from closing two to fund closing one, so that way you don't need to bring any funds to closing. This is called a double closing in escrow. Now, I did a detailed video showing you how to do that. I'll put the link in the description below and you can check it out, but be aware it's challenging to get the title company to do it for you. The best way to do a double closing if you don't have the cash readily available is to borrow the funds. This type of funding for back-to-back -back double closings in the industry is called transactional funding. And because I believe the demand for double closing funding will continue to grow as more and more wholesalers move away from the assignment method, I recently started a fund where I'll provide 100% of the money for your double closing deals. Now I'll explain more in a minute and I'll even show you a recent deal so you can see exactly how it works. So keep watching. But first, let's discuss the benefit of a double closing. The first is that no one knows how much you made on the transaction, which can prevent a potential issue with all parties involved. Since it's two separate and independent closings, the seller has no idea what you resold the property for, and the cash buyer doesn't know what you just bought it for. Not that it should matter, but it does avoid anyone getting upset and the deal falling apart at the last minute. Many wholesalers strategically double close transactions where their wholesale fee exceeds a certain amount, such as 20,000 as a standard policy. Now, if you're in a state that has licensing requirements and as more states pass regulations, a simple solution is to double close your wholesale deals. Doing so eliminates the requirement to hold an active real estate license. And the third possible benefit to double closing your wholesale deals is to avoid any scrutiny from the anti-wholesaler advocates. No one can accuse you of stealing equity, taking advantage of a seller, lying or misleading a seller, or anything when you actually perform and close on the original contract because you fulfilled your obligations of that contract. 
After you purchase it, it doesn't matter what you do, including reselling it five minutes later. Okay, so let's take a look at a real live deal so you can see firsthand what a double closing looks like. Now this is a distressed property in North Carolina that one of my students in my 100% funding program acquired for $70,000 from a motivated seller. As you can see, it needs a lot of work. After securing the contract for $70,000, he turned around and found and secured a local active cash buyer for $84,000. Now at that point, he opened escrow with Hans & Hans in Gastonia, North Carolina, and that's where my team got involved. Once title work was ordered and everything was ready, it was time for closing. So on the day of closing, you can see that there were two closings. And here are the closing statements side by side. You see they're both dated for March 21st. The first closing is on the left between the seller and the wholesaler for $70,000. The wholesaler ended up paying $2,125 in fees. So what were those fees for? Well, if you look at page two, it shows a breakdown. $350 was for a title review, $70 was for FedEx fees, $500 was a doc prep fee to Hanson Hans, $100 was for mailing fees, and $700 was for the closing fee that Hanson Hans charged. Now, title insurance was $290, there were recording fees that were $100, and a lien search for $15 for a total of $2,125 in total closing fees to the buyer. So on this deal, I funded the entire purchase of $72,125. Now you'll notice that there isn't a fee for using my funding. This one I did for free. Now I'll tell you how you can do that too in a minute, so keep watching. Immediately after closing one, on the same day was closing two, and this time the wholesaler is the seller on the right side of the closing statement. You'll see right here, the sale price is $84,000. Right here, it shows that the wholesaler paid $793 in closing fees. What are those for? Well, again, on page two is the breakdown. $70 for FedEx fees, $450 for a doc prep fee to Hanson Hans, $100 for mailing fees, and $168 plus $5 for recording fees. And going back to page one, you'll see $172,150 as a loan payoff to the JLN group. That's me. Remember, I did a loan for that amount for closing number one five minutes earlier. So all said and done, this wholesaler made a net profit of $10,908.87. And again, not that it matters, but neither the seller nor the cash buyer had any clue that the wholesaler just made almost $11,000. Congrats to this wholesaler, you are a flipping genius. So let's talk about funding double closing transactions. As I mentioned earlier, I started a fund specifically for double closing wholesale deals, just like the one I just showed. Right now it's a pilot program using my own funds and I'm looking to get a bunch of successful transactions completed so that I can show a track record later if I decide to raise more money. So for a limited time, you can get your first double closing deal funded for free, just like the deal I just showed earlier, and then get locked in at a super low rate for all of your following transactions. So if having access to 100% funding for double closing sounds exciting to you, be sure to watch this next video where I break down my funding program and how you can get locked in right away. So watch that now and I'll see you on the next video.